You're listening to Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America, powered by Building Rome. The content that you're about to hear are the opinions and views of the show hosts and guests and does not represent the views or opinions of Clutch by RGAA or its affiliates and sponsors. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use any information given as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Our podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to Clutch by RGAA, powered by Building Rome. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is Tawanda with Clutch by RGAA, powered by Building Rome. And today on our podcast, we're talking about 2021 preparations, all right? And I want to say hello and thank you to everyone that's listening and to those that invested time in joining the show. If you have any background noises, press star six or mute um, on your line so we won't have anyone not being able to hear what we're talking about today. And I just want to go out to the ladies that did um, join our show today and say hello and see how you're doing. Tell us a little bit about your day, how your holidays was, and anything that you want to share. And we'll first go out to Alabama with Alicia. Alicia, are you on the line? I'm here. Hi, my name is Alicia, and and, um, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay. My name is Alicia, um, and as Tawanda said, that I am from Mobile, Alabama. My holiday was awesome. Um, I enjoyed watching my grandson open toys and just see the excitement on his face. Um, Had a lot of gratitude for the holidays, as I know a lot of people are, you know, troubled and having a lot of grief going on during this time of the year. So I did think about a lot of people, as you know, that I know personally that are suffering. And... I'm just ready for 2021 to roll in so that we can get bigger and better things going and move more in a more positive direction. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, ma'am, for sharing that. And, yeah, seeing the pictures of your grandson from when you sent them the other day of him having the drums, I'm like, okay, somebody need to get a, a ice pack on their head. <laughs> it's going to be a long weekend. And now seeing him outside on his little motorcycle, throwing up the little deuces or trying to throw up the deuces sign, man, that's too cute. <laughs> but that's what it's about, being able to make sure that our kids are happy, healthy, and safe. So definitely I'm glad to hear that. All right, we're going we're gonna to leave Alabama with Lisa, um, and then we're going to go out to the DMV area with Alexis. How are you doing, ladies? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty incredible. Talk to us about how you're feeling. And someone has some background noises, some television going on. If you just kind of mute that so we won't catch that, um, we'll be good. Tell us how your holiday um, has been or anything you want to share. Um, I'm not really big on holidays, so I spent it with my sister. Watch the Disney movie Soul. That came to Disney Plus on Thursday. I was not impressed. And the funny part, my sister said to me, was when it was the piano scene, she was like, hey, 
you play piano, so how accurate? I was like, it is accurate because music is just a whole bunch of notes, but whoever did the drawing didn't draw the fingers fast enough because the notes are playing a lot faster than that finger is hitting the piano. <laughs> and then we ended up having a conversation about music because she did play the violin in high school, and I, and I said, what are you making fun of these people about? You were even worse the first time you picked up that violin. I swear to God, I thought Mozart was going to turn over in his grave. <laughs> my aunt was very lucky. She was not home the day my sister decided to learn how to play the violin. Trust me, I had a migraine. It was not a pretty picture. I literally did not want to discourage her, but it was horrible. Trust me, it was horrible. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that, Alexis. You're always so animated and have a lot to share, so we appreciate that. All right. And we're going to eat. So we started out in Alabama. We went out to the DMV area, and we're going to go out to Texas, 469. Welcome to the show. Tell us your name, how you're feeling, how your holidays was, and anything that you're open to share. Hey, this is Sophia. I'm calling from Dallas. Um, my holidays were blessed. I got to spend time with family and friends that I love and care about. And um, I honestly have just had a uh, a nice reset time. So, yeah, I'm just feeling good. Hope everybody okay. had a good time for their holidays as well. Okay. Well, that sounds good. And one, one thing that's really important like Sophia just mentioned, she said reset, because yeah. in life sometimes we have to do that. We have to reset. <laughs> we have to start back over. So, um, all right, so um, today we're going to talk about 2021 prep. And, again, if you have background noises or if you have it on um, speakerphone, just mash star six on mute because we're echoing. All right. All right, so we're going to talk about some ways to prepare for the new year. Now, this is the thing, ladies. I know I'm not the only one <laughs> that when the new year comes in, we have all these goals. We say, hey, I'm going to eat like I want to for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Then as soon as first of the year comes, we're going to eat right. We're going to lose some weight. We're going to get in shape. We're going to get some extra money saved. And we have all these things. And then some people are super excited the whole month of January about the new year and the new goals. And then then nothing, <laughs> like nothing else happens. All right, but um, this year in 2021, it's going to be a lot different than 2020 because this has been an interesting year for our world. Like so many people have been through so many things in 2020. So what I first want to talk a little bit with each of you guys about is let's talk about your 2020. Like me, for example, like I've been saying on a lot of our podcasts is, I'm I'm one of those people that's all about goal setting. I'm about goal setting and achieving them, though. That That is the most important thing. So when 2020 came in for me, I was so excited about the new decade. It wasn't just going to be a new year. It was going to be a new decade. So that was a whole other level for me. And um, so in, De- in November and December, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for 2020. I'm doing everything. It's going to be amazing. And then when 2020 came in, I celebrated a birthday in January, but things was not how I thought it was going to be. I just kind of felt a little funny in January and then February. And then around the end of February, early March, boom, 
They said it was a pandemic. And that's why I'm really believing the pandemic was probably here in January, February, maybe even before the year, because I just kind of felt a little funny. <laughs> but um, but I said that to say what my thought and mindset was in November, December of 2019, anticipating 2020, man, I'm always having the mindset of being ahead, getting so many things done. It's going to be a great new decade, and boom, COVID. So it really shook me and it, it knocked something out of me. So I want to first talk to you ladies about how has your 2020 been? The ups, the downs, anything that you want to share. And we just had someone join um, over also in the DMV so coming from 443. We want to go ahead and acknowledge you as we get started. If you don't mind, state your name, where you're actually calling from, and how your holiday has been um, and whatever else you want to share. 443. Hey guys, yes, that's me. I'm my name's Ariel. I'm from Baltimore. Um, my kids enjoyed Christmas. Uh everything was beautiful. Um, and that's about it. I'm not sure where you you know, you all are in the conversation because I just checked in. But I'm I'm just here to listen and, you know, to see what's going on. Okay. Well thank you so much, Ariel, for joining us. And what we're getting ready to talk about is twenty twenty one preparation. And before that, we're just gonna share about how our 2020 has been, what our thoughts process was, is now, because I know with me, I've kind of been in, been out, been in, been out, been out, been in, because it's been a lot. I had no idea this thing was going to happen that long, and we still have to be able to move forward. So I'm just going to go out to you guys individually and just kind of see who wants to share about 2020, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because guess what? One thing I've learned a long time ago is sometimes when we're going through things, we just can't keep it all in. We can. We choose to. But someone else may be going through the same thing. And sometimes someone's healing is through somebody else's story. You understand what I'm saying? So this is our chance and our opportunity to help heal some folks because we're going to share our story or whatever we're open to sharing. So I'm going to start out with with Lisa. Alicia, a.k.a. Lisa, if you don't mind, talk to us about your 2020. Okay, so January of 2020, well, I was excited, excited, excited about 2020. Each year in the month of December, I have a girls' night out. I do a girls' night at least twice a year, like every six months. So December, we do a girls' night out, and we do vision boards. So we all, for like from June, from our First one we have in June until December when we have the second one. We're collecting magazines. We're getting all our little stuff together, and then I'll have a vision board party at my house. And 2019, we had this big vision board party. I had ladies bringing their friends or their cousins or whatever because they were, like, all excited because we're going into a new decade. Well, fast forward, we get in January. I all of a sudden start getting sick where I was losing weight, like dropping weight. And I wanted to lose weight, but it was like I'm losing weight faster than I was should be. So I go to my me that he don't see anything wrong. I'm going to send you to a gastro doctor. Go to him, and he's like, we're going to do a lot of blood work, do a lot of blood work. January, like, 15th, I get a call. Hey, you have hypothyroidism. Your thyroid is out of whack. And that's why you're losing the weight. Your body's just like an overdrive. So my sister was getting married the next month in Puerto Rico. 
and I had already got fitted for my dress. I was like half of me. And to reconstruct my dress was going to be a whole nother dress. So I went ahead on and got out of it because on top of me being in overdrive, I was extremely tired and fatigued and cranky and all this stuff. And so they had to end up giving me a pill to kill my thyroid. All this happened between January the 27th to February 19th because we left and went to Puerto Rico for seven days, right? She got married at the last week of February. We come back home on, like, March 1st or 2nd, and I hear all this stuff when we're walking through the airport on these, you know, on the TVs and stuff about this new virus that has hit the U.S. in Seattle, Washington. So I'm talking to my husband, and I'm like, what kind of virus did it hit the U.S.? And then we get home, and it's like there's this, there's this virus called the coronavirus. And that is killing people like nothing, right? So then I go into this place where my body's going through changes, but then my mom, who has a mask on her left lung, and she has to go and do breathing treatments at her physician's office for whatever this medicine is to open her up. They can't do a surgery because the mask is at the top part of her lungs which is where your capillaries are real small. So they can't go in because they're scared they'll lose her. Guess who gets coronavirus, y'all? My mom. Mm. So when I tell you that was like one of the scariest and most eye-opening experiences of my life because not only did she get it, my stepdad got it. I was going to work, and all this happened like in March. The last week in March, she kept testing negative, but she wasn't feeling good. Her birthday's on March 9th. She got diagnosed on, um, on April, I mean, on March, April 9th. She got diagnosed on April the 6th. And it was like from when they told her she had it, it was like something psychological happened to her because she got sick, sick. Well, me and my sister, and I'm the oldest, and I have a younger brother, we could not go in the house to take care of our mom. We could only take care of her from her front porch because we didn't want, we didn't know anything about this virus and didn't want to bring it back to our home or we we couldn't go back to work. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody would have to quarantine. Everybody don't have vacation. Everybody don't have sick time. So that would take money out of their pocket. And my employer is not one that say, okay, we will compensate you. So, she ended up in the hospital behind it. The ambulance called, well, we called the ambulance to come to her house. They made us go down the street. We could not follow them. We could not come to the hospital. We had one person that we knew personally that was our eyes and ears for us, for our, my mom and my, and both, her, both her and my stepdad. Both went to the hospital together. So that all happened between Mar I mean April and like the third week in May of this year. That was very scary because on top of that I had two of my good friends, one good childhood friend. He went in and he didn't come back out. The nurse had to call his wife and tell her that he's no longer here. So my thing is it's like they're gonna die by themselves. You know what I'm saying? I can't talk to my mama to hear 
How's she doing? I need to hear. I need to see how she's doing. And you can't do that. So I had all this going on. So I'm trying to be strong because I'm the oldest child. Got to make sure everybody else is staying strong and not breaking down, right? Still trying to go to work, balance my household out. And then we get into, like, July or August of this year in the car with my husband, and we just riding and talking. We're going to get Sunday dinner. And I just went off on him. He asked me one question, and I just lost it. So he's driving. He pulls the car over, and he's like, what is wrong with you? You know, you need to go see somebody. You need to talk to somebody. Because all I asked you was, which, did you want to dine in or dine out? And that was all he asked me. But I had not dealt with the fear of possibly not seeing my mom anymore. I hadn't dealt with the anxiety I was dealing with, having to go to her porch and prepare food for her, take her cleaning supplies, take her all these here protective equipment and wipes and hand sanitizers and cleaning stuff. You know, I hadn't dealt with that. I just was going, going, going. And then it just hit me that one day. And I ended up calling my job EAP and talking to someone. And then on top of that, I had been working and I have a coworker who was like taking advantage of the situation, but I was going so much. I never said no to her. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, yeah. She's like, well, I got to go and do this. I got to do this. I'm going to be late coming back from lunch. I got this. I was like, okay, all right. Okay. All right. You know, until, when all this came out and me talking to the counselor, it was like, you need to start worrying about the outcome of people's feelings and take yours in consideration. You have to put you first because if you know good, you can't be any good to anyone else. Deal with whatever you have right there in the moment. If that means sitting in your tub and crying it out, just let it go because the longer we hold it in, and I've been listening to this thing um, on TV come on late at night, and it speaks about, and I don't know everybody's uh, ethnicity on here or anything, but it always speaks about we've been told so many times that we're strong black women. And that has been, like, resonating to me because we're so strong that we put that in our, in our heads that we have to be strong, but we need a break. You know what I'm saying? We need, a, like you said, um, Sophia, we need that reset. We need that downtime in order to go with all the changes that 2020 has brought us along. Because it have, we, we've had death, coronavirus, a president that, you know, was a child. We're still trying to debate on if this election thing is going to be still in the middle of an election. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> From November mm. the 6th. So it's a lot. Kids can't mm-hmm. go to school like they used to. It's just a lot that happened in this one year. So mm-hmm. my thing is is just taking 2020 as a learning lesson, a stepping stool, a reset to let me know that if you can make it through 2020, mm-hmm. then we can make it. We got this. You know what I'm saying? And then if we come together collectively and not like crabs in a barrel, man, 
We can take 2021 by storm. We can make 2021 the 2020 that we wanted, what we wanted 2020 to be, you know? And that's why I am with it. Yeah. And that's a lot. Thank you, um, Lisa, for taking the time to share that. And, yeah, I'm feeling you as you're talking about all those different things. And sometimes we do just kind of break. you got to talk to someone. And I'm glad that you definitely had several people that you talked to from, from EAP to your husband and working together with your family because, hey, sometimes we don't sign up for that type of stuff, but we have to still deal with it. Um, and you are moving forward, and that's that's what it is. Thank you for sharing that. And, again, this is Tawanda with Clutch by RGAA, powered by Building Rome. And what we're talking about is we're reviewing 2020. Hey, what happened in 2020 with you? So we can prepare for 2021. If you have any background noises, please, please press star six or mute just so we'll be able to hear the next person that comes up and shares their 2020 review. All right, Sophia, are you still with us? You know that I am. All right. Talk to us about your 2020 review, please. Man, okay. I learned so many life lessons in 2020. And, and again, Ms. Lisa, thank you for sharing that. I am so sorry that you experienced all those tumultuous things at once, but I am thankful and grateful that you found a way to persevere through, right? So while my my 2020 was not that, that uh, emotional and tumultuous to get gain many life lessons. So from my experience, um, when when uh, coronavirus hit, my mom was in the Holy Land. Uh, she was literally on her first pilgrimage in the Holy Land. So I was concerned about her being able to come home and come back uh, when she was out of town. And I was contacting, I was like, hey, all this stuff is going on. Are, are you good? And she was just like, yeah, we're good. Our, our group has already been approved that because we were on on uh, out of the country when this occurred, we were already cleared to be able to safely come back. So I'm good. So in that sense, you know, my mom came home and uh, reset, and we come back to this new world of corona. And for me, I am in the healthcare industry, so I was directly impacted for this. Corona got on my damn nerves because I have worked like I've never wanted to work before. So I'm, uh, I've been moved home. I'm working from home. Uh, the hours are strenuous. Um, it's, it's thankless, okay? My kid has been home, too. I'm trying to uh, adapt to that. And while she's not a baby, she's a teenager, you don't really realize everyone's habits until you're all stuck together in our house, you know? So for me, I've learned um, I had to take a real step and, and really get into my self-care. Um, I started to regularly schedule my, my massages, went from once a month to twice a month, uh, mostly before I knew I was getting ready to work my shifts because I work crazy shifts and I'm on call. So I encourage everyone to please find whatever that thing is that you do that helps you to reset and prepare yourself for the day, whether it's therapy uh, whether it's prayer, whether it's meditation or massages, I do journaling, praying, meditating, and I do my uh, massages twice a month. Whatever that is for you, find it because when the world starts to, in a way that you're not comfortable with or in a sense of comfort or things that are a sense of normality for you, you need to be able to find your ground 
through that shift. And I encourage everybody, whatever that is, you need to figure out what that is. Um, And if you didn't have something in place, please put something in place for yourself because you are absolutely no damn good to anyone if you can't get a grip on things for yourself to be able to provide insight and perspective. So definitely um, please do self-care and take care of yourself. And always, you know, never feel guilty about taking time for you. I don't care if you got husband, kids, whatever. You cannot be the amazing person that you are for them until you focus with you and the things that are are ailing you because if you turn them inwards, they will surely show on the outside, whether it's through physical or whatever the case may be, it will come out. It won't stay in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I dealt with those things and making sure that I put some kind of self-care plan into place. Um, I figured out how to, you know, manage this this new norm. And in the sense of this craziness of this new norm, I also, uh, the resounding theme for my life for 2020 moving into 2021 uh, has been also the spirit of community. I have mm-hmm. been so fortunate and blessed to gain community and understand that, right, just like Ms. Lisa was saying, everyone says, oh, you know, you're a strong black woman, you can do all this stuff, and whatever race you are, you're strong, whatever. Everyone always, right. uh, you know, gives a sense of empowerment to women, period, things that go through. Don't devalue this spirit of community. This is how I met Ms. Tawanda, through the spirit of community and connecting and networking. Mm. And it has been a complete, absolute blessing the way that we move in synergy in each other's lives mm-hmm. and we pour into each other because sometimes we find ourselves in these times, our cook is low. And as women... It's very hard sometimes. Sometimes our, our spouses, our lovers, our peers, uh, our friends don't really see that our cup is low because we're so good at hiding stuff. Oh, I got it, girl. I'm good. I'm good. And, and we're really low, and we really sometimes need that support system or that friend or that confidant that says, girl, what's really going on with you? I hear you saying you're good, but are you really good? And, and mm-hmm. we need those type of people that allow us to vent pour over, and and, and that's a way for our cups to be filled again, and we in turn fill their cups as well. So um, the spirit of community and connecting, uh, being a resource for people, whether it be to listen, whether it be to lend a helping hand, uh, those are the lessons that I'm learning coming into 2020 to 2021 is the spirit of community and that it doesn't have to be a all or nothing, I have to do everything by myself. I get more done when I work with this community or I help build a community to create the opportunities for us to have a spirit of exchange and help each other. So I encourage everyone also to create your own communities within your networking system, uh, whether it's personally or professionally. Find your spirit of community and be willing to give a little bit, and you're going to gain a whole lot because I know I've gained a whole lot from Ms. Tawanda and the, the, the resources and connections she's given to me, and I've in turn tried to do my best to do the same thing for her and be a support system or whatever she needed if I could provide it or give that assistance, I've been more than uh, willing to do that and try to put myself out there in situations for anybody that, that expressed a need for support to provide it because mm-hmm. we all need support. And and, and the, right. the other lesson thing for me was um, reassessing my lifetime and freedom and what I really wanted for myself. 
I no longer wish to be in the healthcare industry. Look, I love helping, mm. but I don't want to help at the cost of my family or my, my mental sanity or the sake of all this time that I'm giving, and people don't care. So I have made a decision mm. to change and transition my career and move forward. Mm. And, and sometimes you have those life shifts, and, and, and everything comes full circle at once. So those are just some of the lessons that I learned in 2020 moving into 2021. And so for me, it's just uh, understanding that I need to have self-care in place and have some type of guidelines set up. I, I took an opportunity to reassess and reevaluate my life, see where I was, see how happy I was, and go after something different and do that full force. And then at the mm-hmm. same time, just make sure that I, I can assist other people and, and realize that, Helping doesn't hurt at all, and you create a bigger bridge to build to carry people over if you do. So that's how my 2020 going into 2021 is. Wow. Wow. You said a lot. Awesome. Yeah, you gave some good nuggets. Yeah, you definitely, I mean, you really, really, really said a lot. Um, And that's real, and that's what we're doing. We're just really sharing about um 2020 what your review is how things were for you in 2020 the ups and downs because um it's been a lot just like what lisa said just like what sophia just said and life is that's real that's real and um and i know a lot of time people want to make some one of you guys said hey sometimes people want to always put the best on the outside and my pastor used to make me laugh all the time he said he asked somebody hey how you doing oh i'm doing great how it goes feel and baba token and da 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 Man, how you doing for real? <laughs> like for real, how are you doing? Because everybody not having a good day every day. But um, but yeah, but building community with also with what Sophia said that's everything. Also, because we're stronger together. Sometimes people talk about it. We have to be about it. I am my sister's keeper. I am my brother's keeper. I am my family's keeper. Yo, if somebody literally falls back, will you catch them? Can they trust you to catch them? Can they trust you to really have their back? We're not doing enough of that. We're not. And I know, I know, I know as we close out this year and move into 2021, if we create alliances like what you just said, Lisa, with, hey, we were creating, we were having these, these vision board parties and events. Man, I've been doing these for years too. Guess what? We got to do them virtually because our visions and our dreams and our life still matter. We just got to figure out how to work the new normal. All right, talk to us a little, Alexis. Talk to us about your 2020 review. Alexis, are you there? 2020 was interesting school-wise, only because the coronavirus, there was a major hit where they were recruiting nursing students like I've never seen before. My university lowered the GPA for the first time in a while because to join the nursing program, you have to have a certain GPA and a certain test score to get in. I know for a fact they lowered that GPA because every three semesters, I want to say, is the new start of a new nursing class. And because I was a nursing major when I transferred in, I still get the annoying reminders and I get to be the one to tell them I'm not coming back to nursing. Quit sending me nursing emails. It's annoying. Right? And they're like, Are you sure you don't want to come back? I am damn positive I don't want to come back. I 
I already spent two years on a health science degree. If I go back to nursing, I have to start all over again. So no thank you. It's already torturous enough. Thank you very much. But out of 2020, the only good thing that came out of that school-wise was one of my professors. He he did not mean to be crass in a way where a lot of people, when they hear what he had to say, would misinterpret. And Sophia might understand this because she works in healthcare. When we healthcare workers talk about the virus or when we talk about death count or when we talk about certain aspects of health, we're not making fun of it. We're not being crass. We're just being matter of fact. And for people on the outside who do not work in healthcare, when they hear the way we talk, it sounds very wrong. Or it sounds like we don't care or something along those lines. Where he said, look at the bright side, guys. At least you're in the right major because by the time you're done with your degree, depending if you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, or senior, at least you have a job guarantee because people are dropping like flies. And for me, when I hear that as a healthcare worker, I know he doesn't mean it in like in a crass way that people are dropping like flies as in people are dying. But the truth of the matter is, yes, it is true. If you have a degree in healthcare, it's somewhat job security because you're always going to need somebody from that field. As for personal things for 2020. My life hasn't really changed that much. I'm trying to earn things around to better things for myself and my sister. Um, My family is not really a close family to begin with. I prefer not to deal with my family because as I get older, I realize I am all out of patience. And because I no longer live under my aunt's roof, I can pretty much say what comes to mind. And it's just better for me not to put myself in a situation where I'm going to say something and I'm going to come to regret it. But a couple of familiar relationships did come to an ugly end. So at the end of the day, I still have myself, me and I to depend on, and my sister as always. Okay. Thank you for sharing that, Alexis. And I know when you mentioned about school, thinking about, and that's a whole other show, it really just hurts me. And I think about the kids, you know, from high school to college, even from um, earlier grades with having to stay at home. And one of you ladies said, you know, sometimes when you're at home, you kind of, you know these people, but you don't really know them until you're stuck at home for months at a time. Like it's a whole other level. And, um, I have talked to so many parents that has been going through it because their child is at home. And unfortunately, there's also been so many situations that I've heard about where parents have kids at home that don't really have the food to feed them because they're used to the kid eating breakfast and lunch at school. I mean, it's just really been so much. How about the homes where families didn't really have Wi-Fi or only had a low Wi-Fi plan and they had to upgrade it because kids are now going to school from home? I mean, there's just been so many different things happening and just when you think one thing is bad someone else has it worse 
You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole lot. Um, talk to us, Ariel, about your 2020 review and what you'd like to share. Okay. Um, for me, this has been like the craziest year of my life. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, let's see. The beginning of the year, my little brother actually got my grandmother put out of her home. So I had to move me and my family because, of course, she couldn't get, you know, a place in her name. So we did that. That did not work out in my benefit because um, I'm sure, well, I don't know how everybody's family is, but it's almost like everybody depends on the grandmother. And because she wasn't in the same position, she was in to put most of the family weight on me, which I was not ready for. Um, So that was the beginning of the year. And this was before we even found out about COVID. Um, And, uh, and, you know, my personal job, well, I'm not in the field right now, but I'm a tagging title dealer. And it was like right before we found out COVID was coming, I feel like um, I'll say a certain percentage of the world knew about it because the building that my office was in, it shut down right before, you know, the, the rest of the world got the announcement that it hit. So I was out of an office, um, and I'm in Baltimore, so it, it was hard for us to, like, uh, you know, find a new office because, um, you know, people were scared to meet and stuff like that. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, I saw a lot of people for who they truly were or are. Uh, like the young – I think her – What's her name? Alicia. Like, she pretty much was saying my family has not really been that close, but because I was in the house with my grandmother, some of my family that I hadn't talked to for years would show up. So I tried to build bonds and stuff with people that didn't really work out. Um, So let's see. I think I've been in my new home for maybe a month and a half now. Um, So that, that was good for me because, to be honest, I have not had peace in months. I'll say maybe a whole nine months. My life was insane. Um, one of the one of the good things that happened this year, me and my husband got closer because uh, I was separated for a little while. Uh, so of course that was good for my kids to see. But I mean, all in all, this was just a crazy year. Oh, I started my dispatching business, yay, with Miss Tawanda. So that was one of the plushes. Um, and that's just been my year. Oh. I, I will say I was one of the people, uh, you know, before it hit home, I did not believe, you know, COVID was a real thing. I thought it was always oh, just, just one of those government crazy things up until it hit my best friend and one of my guy friends. Um, and he mm-hmm. actually just put it for his 14 days, maybe three days ago. So, yeah, for me, it's just been a lot going on, a whole lot of things all over the place. And I'm just getting settled now. And like the other young lady was saying, the community is so important. Um, I just found one of those not too long ago. I kind of grew up being one of those people where I don't talk a lot. I just stay in my own little bubble. Um, and it's really not helpful. I was that person like, oh, yeah, I'm okay. I got it. I got it. But really on the inside, you know, you're falling apart. Um, and this year just showed me a whole lot. And, uh, you know, now I just feel like I, I have to stand up for me and mine. Right, not not to say, you know, I, I'm not going to care about friends or family and things like that, but I, I just have to put us first at this point. So that pretty much was my 2020. 
Wow, that's a lot. And we all have so many different angles. Like you mentioned, hey, you didn't think it was real? Yeah, I definitely was thinking it was a whole set first, too. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. 200,000 people later, like, okay, I think you better believe this thing is real now. But um, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about we shared our 2020 review. And in life, guess what? We are women. We are strong. But guess what? We still need each other. However, as we look towards 2021, this is, this will be, this is going to be, it's happening, it's going down. 2021 will be our best year ever. We're going to have 2020 all over again, but the way we wanted it, not COVID. And even if COVID is still here, guess what? It doesn't matter. But we're going to talk about preparation for 2021, how important self-care is, self-love. Somebody mentioned that. And, hey, it's going down, point blank and period. We'll talk a little about that when we get back. This is Tawanda with Clutch by RGAA. Do you have a product, brand, or service that you want to advertise on our platform? Well, look no further. Send us an email to realgirlfriends7 at gmail.com. That's realgirlfriends, the number seven, at gmail.com to place your advertisement here. Clutch by RGAA is powered by Building Rome. Building Rome, Inc. is a professional company that provides an array of services to freelancers, creatives, virtual hustlers, and business owners. For more information on hiring Building Rome, log on to the website at buildingromeinc.com. Once again, the website is buildingromeinc.com. Inc.com. All righty. Now let's talk about 2021. Shake off 2020, ladies. Listen, shake it off. We're moving forward. We're getting to whatever it is you want in the new year. So let me ask you really quickly can you shake it off? Are you ready for the next level in life? Business, personal, pleasure, whatever. Like, are you ready? Sophia. I'm always ready, baby. You know how I roll. All right. Lisa, you ready? I'm ready. Alexis, are you? Okay, Alexis, are you ready? Sure, after coffee. Hi, Ariel, are you ready? I am so ready. I felt my peace. I am happy now. I am ready to go. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. I'm glad you found your peace. Glad you got your family back. Glad your kids are happy. Glad you're doing the things you've always wanted to do. And that is what life is about, period. And guess what? We're all going through something, or we've all been through something. I told someone earlier, I remember my pastor said many years ago, he said, guess what? Either you're in some mess right now, you just came out some mess, or you're getting ready to go through some mess. That's what life is about. But guess what? We do not have to go through it alone. So what we're going to talk about now is preparing for the new year, because just in a couple of days, 2021 is going to be here. And hey, I'm praying that we're going to be here and our loved ones and our family and our friends according to God's will for our life. So number one, review your year. (laughs) We just talked about 2020, all right? 
And I guess what? Nobody's going to ever forget that. People from graduating from high school to college, you know, having the not being able to walk across that stage, something people wait their whole life for. They didn't have that experience. So guess what? Life is about change, and we have to embrace change. Next, let's talk about auditing our life. Real quick, let's take at least one minute or less, and uh, let's audit our life. Like, think about it. And if you want to share, share. When one minute or less, are you happy? Are you not happy? What do you want to improve? You know, what's going on in your life right now that you need out of your life? What do you need in your life? We want to audit our life. So if you want to share, take one minute or less. What do you want to 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 take to add to take away? With me personally, oh man. Sophia, you hit it on the head. You talked about self care. Man, I gotta do. I gotta do better. I gotta do better taking care of me, doing things that soothe my mind, my heart, my body, my soul, the massages, the things for me personally. That is my priority before twenty twenty one even gets here. I need that in my life. Thank you for mentioning that. How powerful self care is. Anyone else willing to share? As you do an audit of your life, what do you need to be happy, to be successful? What do you need, Alexis? Why did I – I was about to say I'll go next, but I knew she was going to call on me. I always am the first one. So um, I want to get rid of the dead weight and the negative people and the negative energy and bring in two positive people and positive energy because I'm sick and tired of dealing with the same stuff. And as I said, I'm getting older and my patience is getting thinner. So it's just better for me to remove myself from situations before I really tell people what I think. Okay. What do you need, Ariel? Okay, Alexis, let them have it. <laughs> well, I'm going to let off of what you guys said. I feel like I had to get my year started earlier because I had to remove the stress. Have to do more self care. Um, I have to stop being so so worried about other people than I am before myself because you know, look around and my cup is empty. I have to refill my cup back up because of course you can't charge off of me if I have nothing there. So that that's what it is for me. Okay, all right, sound like a winner. What do you need, Lisa? I need to. Be more vocal, I think. Um, and when I say be more vocal, be more vocal and saying exactly how I feel. Um, I'm one of those people that's a nurturer, and I find myself being more concerned, even though I've talked to my counselor about it and we've, you know, but, you know, if you've been doing it for so long, it's hard to break old habits. So I'm working mm-hmm. diligently on that, on just speaking how I feel. If I don't feel like doing it, I don't feel like doing it. No explanation needed. Not worried about, well, is she going to be mad or am I going to hear from her again? Um, just no. Learning how to say no and mean it and not give an explanation and being okay with saying no. Um, other than that, I think I'm good, and I'm just ready to take on this next chapter of my life, y'all. Y'all don't understand I'm ready to take on this next Ooh. chapter with this. Just ready. I'm ready. Love it, love it. Okay, what do you need, Sophia? You know what? I, I honestly, 
at this point, assessment, I don't need anything because, honestly, since I we met Tawanda, you have been such an inspiration to help me to realign some things I needed. So I think everything is in place. I just spent my last of my FSA and got my, my 15 sessions for the year upcoming. I've got all my mm. self-care size mm. regimen in place. And because mm. I've been working with you and other people that you put me in contact with, the blessings have been mm. flowing, and God has already ordered my steps. I've gained mentors. Mm. Um, because of things that you've helped me to realize about myself. I've gained mentors for this new career industry that I'm moving into. I have a support system with you and other people that I've met uh, because of community and helping other people. Uh, I've won free classes because of things Hmm. that you said. I won a free broken class. I got another thing I applied for. Uh, Look, okay, because these blessings just been fun. But, you know, Girl. everything begins with one mm. step, right? It's the mm. one step of community. Meaning because you asked mm. me to do one thing for you, and then turn my one mm. thing doing to you, mm. and uh, opened me up to other opportunities where I did one thing for another person, and I kept doing mm. one thing for other people. And all these people, my blessings came back 360, see? So I'm good. Mm. I'm set up mm. with mm. I'm and I'm ready. And it, mm. it's because doing the one thing, giving the one thing to yourself, well, if you reach your hand out and open it, you mm. can receive. But you got to mm. let go of the other things. And so because I mm. did that one thing, m- multiplied in blessings because of it. Mm. And to God be the glory. I got, it, it definitely, because mm-hmm. everything I got, I didn't pay a damn dime for I got it for free because mm. somebody saw my effort. Mm. All of it given to me. Oof. That's it. I mean, it's like almost we don't need to do nothing but open up the doors of the church behind mm. your testimony. Honey, you just, you just and honey, to God be the glory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo, yes. glory, have y'all mercy. Y'all. Yes. yes. That's that your one energy. Your energy. <laughs> I'm just telling you that one opportunity you have. When somebody asks you to do something, sometimes you don't know how you doing that one thing is about to blow your mind and change your mm-hmm. situation and perspective. Just doing mm-hmm. one yeah. thing. And it started with her telling me one thing. Hey, do you want to start this group with me and then learn about this? Because we both in the trucking <laughs> industry. Do you want to work with some more people? That's how it started. <laughs> we literally started with the one thing. Hey, will you be And because I was consistent and we were consistent with each other, all these other mm. opportunities started lining up for me. <laughs> and I wasn't worried about Hallelujah. how fast her stuff was going or how slow her stuff was going, right? Because that's my good sister. I'm supporting her. I'm cheering her on. Every time she getting something, I'm right behind her in my chili suit. So go to Wanda, go to Wanda. I wasn't worried about my shit wasn't even nowhere off the ground. Now, excuse my language. My stuff wasn't even nowhere off the ground where, where, where hers was, but I was still cheering her. And then it was just like God said, okay, you know what? Because you being a good supporter and a good steward, mm. bam, let mm. me tell you how mm. to let yourself mm. And I'm telling y'all, every blessing I got happened in days. It happened in a whole week. A whole week somebody <laughs> told me that's been in the trucking industry. Hey, we, we, guess what? We like you so much, we're going to just mentor you. We're gonna give you consultations mm. for free. Any content we have is for free, and we're gonna. We, and once we feel like you're ready, we're gonna open our platform up to you too, so that you can get the business you need. But right now, just focus on me. <laughs> and then, bam! The next day, the next day, I mm. oh, okay, we give away stuff. Just say what you want. Oh, okay, here you go. Let me give you this free broken class. It's a beginner's broken class, but start with this, and we'll see where it goes. 
And mm-hmm. people just started opening up and giving me opportunities. And I was like, I didn't even answer none of this. But because I was faithful and obedient in the support of another person, and my, my love and my support was genuine, it flowed down. <laughs> the overflow came because I was pouring in somebody else's cup. And when you fill that cup up, guess what? It trickled right on down into yours.
something, if I read it correctly, something about the ability to take a course out of your major for free. So it is something that I am toying with, although I am not returning for the first semester. No, that's committing suicide for me. But for 2021, the one thing that I really honestly want to focus on is to turn things around. And lately I have been, I don't really want to say, like, it's going to sound weird, but I've always been one of those people who see things visually in my head that other people don't see. Like for some people, they plan better on paper. I plan in my head because it just works out better for me. And I've been getting a voice telling me that maybe, just maybe, I should start writing a book from a caregiver's point of view or from a patient's side of view because lately this year has been extremely hard for a certain family member of mine and people are starting to lose their patience with that particular family member because they don't understand why she all of a sudden decided to be difficult on a couple of health choices So my comment to them was, well, think about it this way. She's in a nursing home. She's trapped in there by herself. She's no longer allowed any visitors in. And, yes, you can make the argument that she does have human interaction, but the human interaction she has is with strangers or staff members. So it's not the same interaction that you have with a family member or a friend. And most of us are fortunate enough to be quarantined with somebody, right? So whether it's a sibling, a spouse, your children, maybe you were lucky enough to go home before everything was shut down, you're quarantined with people. So you still have someone to interact with. She has no one. So I know what it's like with all my years watching family interact with sick ones and what like seeing things through the person being taken care of like I spent years taking care of my grandmother so I got to observe how other people were behaving and I know what my grandmother was seeing and feeling even though she wasn't able to voice it so it should be an interesting book okay sounds really interesting what about you Lisa so this year um, I don't know, Tawanda, if you remember when I first talked to you and you were like, tell me a little bit about yourself. And I told you that I used to dispatch, but I dispatched to 43 guys. And I was like, mm-hmm, I do better with men than I did women. <laughs> I don't know if you remember me saying that part. So I, I, I don't last... remember that part, though. <laughs> <laughs> so in these last couple of, this last week or so since you and I have talked, it's like your energy it's like like no other, you know what I'm saying? You're always on 10 energy-wise. Like you got to a Red Bull 24-7, you know what I'm saying? You and, never even drank it before. <laughs> right. So it's like when I wake up in the morning, I'm waking up. I'm a morning person, but I'm like, hey, good morning. You're like, good morning, you know, you ready. <laughs> and your energy comes, it, it, it resonates on other people. So... 
These last couple of weeks have been easy communicating with you, like so easy um, for me. And I am a people person and I communicate great with women, but as far as me saying this is someone that I can talk to, this is like a mentor that I can contact and say, hey, girl, this is going on X, Y, Z. I've never been one to really open up. I have one best friend since third grade. I'm not one of those women that have multiple friends or associates. Like I say, one best friend since third grade and then my sister. So, and then my sister is seven years apart. I'm the oldest. So I have made my a pledge to myself and I have it written down to be more open to create relationships with women. Okay. To be more open to do that. It's okay to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know us as women, we're unstable creatures. We could be mean, malicious, vindictive, (laughs) all those negative things. So I always had my guard up. But something is like constantly saying it's okay. You feel that person out. I'm going to give you the discernment of this person to let you know when to pull back. So I'm hearing that and thinking it's God telling me and feeling it in my spirit that I got you. Just try it. You can't put them all in a bubble. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm open for that. I'm ready for it. And, you know, let's get some communities going. We can do a lot of different things to reach out because, like, you know, Sophia, you said when we're when when we already have this here thing on our back saying that we are strong, when all of us get together, it's a powerhouse. Oh, it's a force to be reckoned with. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so man, I'm ready for it. I'm ready, well, I'm ready for it. That's right. Sophia, talk to us. What's that one new thing? Well, my one new thing is God willing because everything is lining up for me to be transitioning out of this uh, this job that I'm tied to and transitioning into my own uh, consultation and dispatching services business because I'm about okay. to be lit. Right? Lit! I'm about to be a powerhouse. You're already a powerhouse. The world just going to know it in a few, sec- in a few seconds. Yeah, man. Well, listen, we got twenty minutes, right? Right. Absolutely. Now we're gonna. Now we got about twenty minutes, right? We're gonna be a. This may get a little uncomfortable, but we gotta do it. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. We know life is about creating new habits, doing new things, having accountability, and so on and so forth. And we're gonna talk about accountability in just a second. However, sometimes we gotta detox our life. We got to clean out the clutter because sometimes in order to get what's in front of us, we got to get rid of what's behind us. And a lot of times people just don't know, like, what does that mean? Somebody said earlier, I'm getting rid of negativity. You might need to get rid of negative people. You might need to get rid of bad habits. It might be some type, something that's toxic that's in your life. Like, how do you detox? Can, well, any, well, can one person share with us? On here, if there's one person that will step up to the mic, share with us about how you may have detoxed your life. If you've ever been through something or had 
negative things happen and you had to detox your life. Is there anyone that's willing to share their experience with detoxing their life from one situation to the next? Anybody? Sure. I did it. <laughs> I, I did it. This is Lisa. Um, I did it and let's see. What month is this? December? So last December month. December 27th. Mm-hmm. Okay. So actually it's been like a little bit over a month ago. So like I told y'all, I'm the oldest of three children. My mom had all of us spaced apart. So I have my sister who's behind me, and she, me and her are seven years apart. My sister and my – well, let me go back. My mom had my sister six weeks after she was born. The apartment we were living in caught on fire. So my mom had to throw my sister. I had to climb down the balcony, catch my sister. I'm seven years old, and I had to catch my sister and then go open up, go bang on neighbor's doors to let them know to get out so somebody could help my mom get down. Because keep in mind, she had just had my sister. So if any of you had kids before, you know that's hard on a woman just having a baby. So these guys helped her out. But all my life I had been told Take care of your sister. You make sure your sister's good. You do this. You do that. So we had to completely come back from we lived in Huntsville, Alabama, and we moved to Bur- back to Mobile, where my mom was originally from. All my life, that's what I had in the back of my head. My sister became a taker of my love and affection. But all my life, my mom kept telling me whenever I vented to her, that's just how she is, but Lisa, you the big sister. You take care of her. That's all y'all got. Y'all just got each other. If you need blood, they're not going to go to nobody else first. They're going to come to you. So it was like a burden that was always on me. But my sister is doing very good. She's the first African-American here in Mobile or in Alabama to produce her own perfume line. She has a very, very productive um, credit repair business where she does business and personal credit. She's getting ready to open up her own call center in February of next year. She's just real, she's doing very, very good. I've always been her background person who does her writing for her. So when she got ready to launch her perfume in November, she was buying a house at the same time. And she contacted me while I was at work and she says, hey, a magazine company, ATL.com, reached out to me. They want to do an article on me. I need you to write my information up for me. Nobody know me like you. Okay. I told her when I did something for her, for her promo for her perfume, I'm going to start charging you, right? Because she got a PR person and she got all these other people around her. They're, They're on payroll. So I said, but when you send me your questions, don't wait to the last minute because I have other stuff going on. I was looking into doing, getting my stuff set up for my dispatching stuff. So I'm working on something on my own, but I hadn't spoken on it. Well, she sends it to me on a Friday evening. Her perfume launches on that Saturday, and it, the, the responses have to be back on Monday morning at 9. So she sends me this here. I get pissed off automatically because it's like, this my work going out on a platform. Why did you wait? Her reply is, girl, I wait. I, I, girl, I forgot, and I've been busy. 
So I reach out to someone to say, okay, how much should I charge for this here? And I'm saying it as if it's me. How much would you charge me to answer these questions for me? And then this guy comes back, don't know this man from Adam. He was like, when do you need it back? And I tell him. He was like, oh, 750 because it's going to be posted my weekend, and it's going on a major platform, right? So I do the questions for her Sunday, all day Sunday. I'm in my, in my uh, office typing this up for her. Send her, the, send her the questions, each one, tell her what it is, and I'm like, critique it. Look over it. Tell me if you have anything wrong. She never did come back. So Monday, I get off of work. I send her an invoice through Cash App for $125. She ignores it. So I text her, and I'm like, hey, I sent you this here, and this is the breakdown for each question. She comes back, y'all, and she goes off. So, you know, typically in our community, if you're doing good and you get upset about something, the first thing that comes out your mouth is, I knew you was jealous of me. That's the first thing she says. That hurt my feelings like so bad. Then she comes back. If it, if it was about the money, if you needed the money, you could have told me, uh, I'm going to send you this $125, but I won't be getting you to do nothing else for me. My first time ever putting a dollar amount on anything that she's had me to do, and I've done contracts, all kind of stuff for her, right? Hurt my feelings again. Because she's like, this is too much. But if it's about the money, here you go, this, 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 and that. So she cashed out me the money. Today is the 27th of December. Me and my sister have not spoken to each other. So my mom comes to me every week, at least three times a week, Lisa, you need to call your sister. Y'all need to make it right. And then on Christmas Day, this is what she comes to me and say, my mom, Lisa, you the oldest. You know she's spoiled. You know she got a slick mouth. You know this is how she is, this, 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 and that. And if God come and take her tomorrow, how you going to live with yourself? Fine and well because everything has a service and a price. So it's like I talked to my husband about it, and I was like, I won't feel, and, and I'm not being ugly and mean about it, I won't feel anyway. And the reason I say that, y'all, is because I did me the best I knew how with her and from a genuine mm. place every time. You dig what I'm saying? Like anybody that I had to cut off in my life, I always was able to leave, with, leave them with that. I did me with you. Yeah. So that's one thing that I had to cut off in my life, and I don't feel bad about it. You know what I'm saying? I feel mm. bad because it was Christmas, and I got one nephew, but he came and he saw me. He's 15. My son went and got him, brought him to me. I gave him his gift, and I sent my sister her gift back. I just don't have nothing for you because for you to let that come out your mouth that I'm jealous of you, when mm. you, you know my heart. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. That's a that's a hard pill to swallow, baby. That's a hard pill to swallow, well, and, and we're going to have to pray about that. Yeah, that's why mm. it's hard to do business with family because it's all good until you start doing business. And that's why, yeah. for me, if I do business with my family, I invoice from jump. This ain't nothing personal, baby. This business. My skill set is still my skill set. 
And exactly. why wouldn't she want to pay you for what you're doing? You paying everybody else, but now I'm not good enough to pay? I, that's And that's, that's exactly what I heard, Sophia, that I'm not good enough now that I'm adding a dollar to it. But if I never did, like you would always come back. Mm-hmm. What's that song Beyonce said? Yes to everything. The first time I say no, it's like I never said yes. I've been saying yes, yes all, this, all the time, and I say no to one thing, and now you you acting like I ain't never told you yeah. Come on, don't do me like that. Now you have to have you have to have clear boundaries and let make make people respect you and respect your business. Because how the rest of the world gonna see you as a business powerhouse, and you can't even get your own family. Now exactly. you gonna have to be invoiced like everybody else, uh, or you better than me because I would have just said, well, here's the invoice. Once you pay it, you'll get your answer to your question. Mhm. Because that's, that's how it is. I don't expect nothing from free for nobody. And I, I know that burden of being the oldest because I am the oldest of five. But it doesn't matter. Me being my brother or sister keeper has absolutely nothing. That's not fair to make you an albatross, to make that person an albatross and, on and, your neck. That is not your and child. And that's what that I talked to my mom about. She's a full-grown like woman. When I got with her yep. later on, I told her that certain things you shouldn't let come out of your mouth. And that that you keep on putting on me is something that you can't keep putting on me. So don't let that come out your mouth no more, Mom. And I said, and I mean that with all the respect in the world. I've had that same mm. conversation with my mother about my siblings. And I said, look, I love my siblings, but I didn't lay up with no man to make them for nine months to bake in the oven and burst them. And my response, can I help them and assist them as much as they allow me to do so? As much as they will allow me. I will do right. advice, but I understand that they don't have to take it, nor do they have to listen. And I'm not going to feel mm. bad about none of that because they are not my responsibility in the past. I can only help Anybody, I don't care if it's your own kid. You can only help them as much as they're allowed, they're allowed to listen to you. Right. See, I was in a similar situation earlier this year with a particular family member of mine where mm-hmm. she needs, here's the one thing that I have noticed about my family. It's more of we all know what the conditions are. We all have our own beliefs. I have already made peace with certain conditions being let go, right? So this one particular family member made a huge deal about it being my mom's 20th anniversary of being gone. And keep in mind, my mother was a mother to her more so than her own mother because my mother did take care of her at the time and treated her just like a daughter. So she made this big deal with my sister, saying, hey, it's uh, mom's 20th year anniversary of being gone. We really should do something. And in all honesty, my sister and I kind of honestly forgot it's been 20 years. We don't really keep track of time like that. So long story short, I had a conversation with her a week before the event because she was the one that took the day and night. And I told her what time it was when we moved it. And she said, that's fine. And I basically asked her. I was like, okay, we are not doing it big this year because you can't keep the budget down. I don't want certain people to feel like they're footing the entire bill. And uh, let's just keep it small. So is there anything 
specific that you would like at this banquet or food gathering? And her exact words to me were, oh, I don't really care. I'm not going to be the picky guest. So just make or buy whatever and we'll split the bill later. Okay. Well, here comes the day before the event, and she basically contacts me, and she goes, oh, um, is everything ready for tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, everything is fine. Um, we decided to cater the majority of it. I don't have time to make a whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah, the house is clean, and we're just going to handle it, and everybody eat, hang out, and get out, right? And so she goes, oh, okay. So the morning of, she tells me she's not coming. And her excuse for not coming was she goes, well, I looked at my schedule and I realized um, the time conflicts with something else. Like I was supposed to go hang out with my husband's side of the family and I don't want to cancel, so y'all just have to so when I told my sister and everybody else that she's not coming, my sister definitely had an attitude about it. Because my sister was like, okay, well, if you knew that you weren't going to fucking come in the first place, or you already knew that you didn't fucking feel like making the damn fucking drive all the way over here, so why the hell would you make a big deal about it? So I nipped it in the bud, and I was like, look, today we're not going to argue about this child. I will deal with her, and let's just celebrate mom because I'm not trying to have drama, okay? Because every event, it always brings out drama. We're done with that. So she she knew she is wrong, and she knew that the excuse of I scheduled something. Well, why the fuck would you schedule something when you already knew you had an event? Everybody knows that when we decide on a day, do our tradition. Do not plan anything else. I don't plan anything else. Nobody else plans anything else. So why don't you so she literally said to me that we set aside six hours and um, she forgot to reschedule or whatever. So long story short, haven't spoken to her since I told her off because she pushed me too far, which is why I said I was trying to get rid of negativity, bring in positivity, and remove myself from the situations before I go off. Well, she pushed me one time too far because I did not like her excuse. So I literally told her, I was like, look, we all know that it comes down to money. I am not trying to be rude here, but you just literally put $11,000 on the fucking driveway that you did not need. You just paid another $1,100 for a washer and dryer you did not need because you said you had insurance to fix the one you had. And for whatever damn reason, you and your husband decided to go buy a new one. That's none of my business. So the reason why you decided not to come to the event is because you were too embarrassed to admit that you did not have money at the time or you were hard out of the pocket or you did not want to pay your share however you want to put it, if you had opened your damn mouth and been an adult and say, hey, I accidentally spent a lot more than I thought or something happened and I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to come up with the full amount agreed on, can we renegotiate, I would have told you your part was already covered because somebody else 
and the family paid for it. But since you want to make up excuses and you want to be negative and you want to make it all about you and you don't want to be considerate, then I'm done. So haven't spoken to her since October. And did I mention COVID was the only reason I spoke to her after a year and a half a half of not speaking because we already got into a fight about the same situation at a different event. We got to all take a deep breath. (laughs) All right, then. This is why I said it's better for me to remove myself from a situation before I go too far and tell you exactly how I feel because when you push me to a breaking point and I tell you off, I'm definitely going to tell you off, and it's never a pretty sight. Alrighty, man, that's heavy. Okay, well, it's never that deep for me. I'm very um, uh, less is more with me kind of person. This is Sophia. So for detoxing, whether it's a physical detox or a detox of people, right? Um, I don't go through the rigmarole of telling them anything. Uh, Silence makes no errors, and I can make more more reverberates with less. So I just stopped calling you. I'm not going to do all that. And uh, if you call me and ask me why, I'm more than happy to share with you in a logical manner because probably by the time you figure out that I'm not speaking to you, uh, it's enough time for me to not to be okay to be logical with it. I, I'm just not – I don't have time to waste with explaining to you probably toxic behavior that you're already aware of. I'm not doing that. This is a new year. This is a new thing. I'm not – I'm too cute to be putting frown lines in my face, fooling with you fools. God take care of babies and fools. Since I'm not a fool and I'm not a baby, he's not taking care of me like that. So I, I, I can take care of myself in that sense. So with that being, I'm not going to go into a lot of explanation. I just completely just stop calling people. That's the easiest way for me to remove a person. And then if they come back, because I've had several friends say, well, why did you, why did you stop talking to me? Well, I'll be more than happy to to let you know what behaviors and actions that you exhibited that I didn't wish to participate in. I keep it brief, and I say, well, and rather than me be toxic and say a bunch of us have a heated discussion and it be emotional, I felt like the best way to disrupt not disrupt your life nor mine is just to leave the the interactions to a minimum, and this is why. And that's pretty much where I leave it because I, I don't want wish to be disrespectful to no anyone. It's easier for me to just walk away. And I think that's how everybody should do it. Don't waste your time with trying to explain something because the explanation really only matters to you, right? So I pray about it, and I'm done with it. I pray about it, I meditate, and I'm done with it. And I go on about my day. Because had that person wanted me to continue to be a part of their lives, they would be uh, more interactive and they'd be more verbal and vocal about any issues they had with me or whatever the case may be. So I, I encourage people to just, it's okay to just walk away. It ain't gonna fall apart if you walk away. It's okay right. to just walk away from dating. Whether it's whether it's detoxing, even when you decide to detox your body, it's a shock to your system, right? Because you're you're getting rid of all of this toxic stuff. So it, it never hurts to just. It's okay to just start something. It's okay to just start something new. And I do mean it's okay to just start something new. It's always worked for me. I'm not explaining none to you for wasting a breath on that because it doesn't matter. Now, if you come back to me and you genuinely at that point really want to know why, probably by the time, like I said, that I, that I choose to speak with you, 
it's a good time for me to just go ahead and tell you, and I, I don't feel any kind of way about it at this point because I've already prayed and given it to the Most High. You will see the error of your own ways. I don't have time to be doing that because I still got a life to live and, and, and people to impact that care about what I'm doing. So that's what I find to be easy. Because I, I can't wow. do all these heavy interactions where we're getting volatile with people. I thought, I'm, I'm, I will smooth walk away. <laughs> That's it. That's how I put these cute little shades on and walk away. Because I look at them in Let me hate the blockers. That's what I do. Let me hate the blockers. Do that. Yep. I know sometimes though we get so we have sometimes we have stuff that's so built up that it just happens and you don't even really expect it. And you know we a lot of times I know we've all probably been guilty of saying something. Then we're like, oh man, you took me there. Like you allow I allow myself to get taken out of character and soup to your level. But um, but yeah, we have to definitely protect our life, protect our associations. I know I say it all the time, and some people just really don't realize what that means. But I learned a long time ago from coming from a history of being in network marketing, you know, we talk about laws of association, and they say, you want to know who someone is? Look at who their friends are. Show me who your friends are, and I'll show you who you are, because you're the average of the five people that you are around. And that's so true. When you see someone and all their friends on drugs, guess what? You more than likely are too, because birds of a feather truly do flock together. And we talk about, think about the five people who you talk to the most who are in your life. Are they positive? Are they progressive? Do they want more? All this really adds into our life. That's why a lot of times people talk about being negative and stuff like that. Man, I've never had that in my life. And I run. (laughs) Negativity really makes me sick. It, like, literally physically makes me sick because I don't want that. Um, As we close out, because we only have a few minutes left, ladies, and we've covered a lot talking about 2020 review and 2021 preparation. And we're going to build more on this as the new year comes in. We're going to talk about vision board parties that everybody's going to be hosting. We'll do it virtually, hop on Zoom. Um, There's so much that's happening, so much to look forward to. So as we close out, let's talk about who you are. What, what, What is your life about? What is the mission statement for your life? Why are you here? What in the world um, is your mission statement? What is your purpose? What do you want to do? We heard people talk about leaving health care and just leaving so many different things. We're going to talk about the bucket list next time, things you want to do while you're alive. But talk to us a little bit about your mission statement for 2021. Do you have a mission statement? What's going to be on it? What's your why? What do you want? Why do you do what you do? Why do you get up in the morning and go? Why do you go to work? Why do you build relationships? What is your mission statement? What were you put on this earth to do, and will you do it in 2021? I'm going to leave the floor open to anyone that wants to share. I'm not going to call on anyone because that's something that's personal. Sometimes we don't really think about it. For me, personally, I did this show today because I felt like God called me to do it because always there's something going on. My mission in life is to be a blessing to other people. I saw a movie one time called Pay It Forward. I love, love this movie. And the little kid, he just had a big heart. And he want, he shared, said, if one can help one, one can help somebody else. Like, we could be a part of changing the world. 
And um, and a lot of people laugh when they think about it, and it doesn't matter because I think about Steve Jobs saying that sometimes people are crazy enough to think they can change the world, but guess what they actually do? And my goal and mission in life is to be a part of true change in the world. And I know one time when Facebook kind of got really, really big and there was all types of sayings and stuff like that, there was a picture of a billboard that I saw on Facebook, and it said, when you truly bless someone, when you truly, truly bless them, you bl- it doesn't matter how small or how large it is, a blessing is still a blessing, right? When you truly bless someone, your goal is not to receive it back. Your goal is for them to go bless somebody else. We want to create change, and that's what my mission is in life, is to do more good than anything else, to be able to help more people that I, I can, people that I don't even know. And I and I love to do it, and that's what I want to continue to do in 2021. I'm getting a chance to do it in the world of trucking. I'm so excited about that with prison and families with kids. Like I'm just so I'm all over the spectrum because that's why I go eight days a week because I like to do a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, it's about being a blessing and changing people's life. Um, that's what I know God has called me to do. That's my mission, and that's my why. That's what wakes me up when I feel like getting up. <laughs> and sometimes I be up all day and all night, but um. That's what definitely keeps me going. Close out. Who wants to share? What are you called to do? What's your mission in life? What can we expect and see from you and hear from you in 2021? The floor is open for whoever wants to share. Well, I would just say this is Sophia. I think my blessing or my gift is just to be uh, uh, impact others and be a resource. Um, I'm very good with putting people together and connecting dots and being a resource when people don't know how to figure out certain things, I normally can find an answer. So I hope to do more of being a resource to others while doing the things that I love, which is transitioning careers and consulting and helping people in the trucking industry as well, but also just being a resource to other people when they need it. Amen. Resources are always valuable. That's right. Anyone else want to share? I want to turn 20... 2021 around, so it would be beneficial for us all and for others. That's right. Anyone else? Anyone else? All right. What was Yeah, we were talking about your mission statement for 2021. What is your mission statement? What is your why? Why do you do what you do? What is it that you do? What do you want to do in the new year? What's that mission statement? Oh. Keep them them rolling while I'm loading. No. Um. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Well, that concludes our time. We got to go. So she's going to keep them locked, keep them loaded, keep them rolling, and increase, increase in every area of our life from health to wealth to finance to love, life, relationships to family. Of course, always blessing our children until the graduates of 2020, the graduates of 2021. Man, we're going to be talking about these kids. I'm so excited about my cousin, right, my second cousin, he graduated in 2020 on January 11th. He is leaving and going to the Air Force. I'm so proud of him. And I know that the class of 2020 is coming. 2021 is coming. So, man, we got we got a lot to do. We got we got to talk about our kids. We got to be a blessing to our kids, our young adults. We just got work to do, folks. 
We got work to do. Yeah. Mm, glory, glory. But, I have truly, but we out of time, though. Go ahead. We got, we got one minute. Come on. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I've truly enjoyed this and um, to want to keep it going. Get us back on here, man. This was awesome. I will. Absolutely. We'll be we'll and blessings to Absolutely. you, man. Nothing but blessings and prosperity and health and all that good stuff to you because you're awesome. Hey, I person. receive it, give it back to you and everybody on here. Hey, we got some stuff going, man. We we <laughs> we're gonna turn this thing all the way around. But we are out of time. You know the thing about women is y'all talk too much. Man, God bless you. This is Sawanda with Clutch, and we are out. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, touch on to your best friend and stay tuned.